Today is August 15th. The Yankees take two out of three from the Chicago White Sox. Every game was a nail-biter with twists and turns and ups and downs, but they just keep on winning, and I like it, so let's talk about it. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boyd. John Boyd Jake. Recaps galore, weekly awards. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Get your Yankees news from these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boyd. John Boyd Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boyd. John Boyd Jake. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, brought to you by DraftKings. Thank you very much for tuning in. We hope you're having a fantastic weekend, or we hope you had a fantastic weekend if you're listening on Monday. The Yankees are 10-1 and in their last 11 games, or something like that. They just keep winning. It doesn't feel amazing, but at the same time, feels a little amazing. My name's Jimmy. His name's Jake. BBD in the corner. Jake, how are you doing? How was Connecticut? What's your bowel movements like recently? Tell the people. What's James, going on? Vincent Michael O'Brien, Big Baby Davis Mendelson. Everyone live in the chat. Everyone listening on your Monday, whenever you're listening. How about them Yanks? Uh, bowel movement's pretty good. A little blood today. That's from the drinking. Um, Yankees... Man, yeah, Jim, you're right. It, it is a weird feeling, and I, I think it's a couple things. They're winning a ton, 10 of their last 11 series. They just took down the White Sox. You know my expectations coming into the series were low. We had a gimmick game that ended up being really cool for baseball, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> kind of the Yankees, although the end result ended up stinking, but uh, and we'll talk about that a little bit. But, man, the hitting did it in big ways. We had a couple two-homer games. We had late-inning homers. We we had all of that, and that's kind of what's been missing. So I, I think the only part of me that is missing the blinded, crazy Yankee fan, which is already still out, but, like, the inside honesty hour part of it, A, we've now got bullpen questions, which we haven't had all year. Um, B... Guys are coming back, which is awesome, but also, you know, we've had some good juju with the other guys, so, and we're going to talk about that a little bit. Gary seems on the way back, and like, he's one of the guys, yeah, we can plug and play that. Love you, Higgy. Um, But, you know, there's some conversations about Gio, who's on the way back. Uh, Cole, Monty, all of that, that's actually, that's actually just great, too. So, okay, I'm not even worried about guys coming back anymore. Rizzo, we'll see what happens Can I tell you something? Can you, yeah, Connecticut was good. I saw Baby Emmett. Emmett the Fox. Emmett the Fox. Don't even be worried about the bullpen. Okay. Done. Gone. Chapman's out. Chappie's out. Clay Holmes went out. He was good. And they were down to two starting pitchers. The bullpen got more work in than any bullpen should ever have work in. I mean, mean, they've done – they did two full-blown bullpen games – in the last, like, seven days. At one yeah. point, the two full-blown bullpen days were what? One was on August 6th, and the next one was on August 11th. So they were, like, th- one time through the rotation. Yeah. And in one of those games, nine different bullpen pitchers were used in one game. In the other game, one, two, three, four, five, six were used. So, listen, that sucks. Yeah. 
But these guys are overtaxed. Like right. if, if it's not like they're sucking for no reason at all. It's a little bit like if you're like, hey, our bullpen, they're a little burnt out. It's like, oh yeah, makes sense. Adds up big time. So let's get Cole back tomorrow. Right. Let's get Monty back. Let's get Herman's kind of on his way back. Sevier Kluber, they're not fully on their way back. Sevier had a setback, but let's get uh Clay Holmes back from the IL. Yeah. Chappie's coming back as soon as he's ready. And let's like spread out the usage again. Yeah, I get I guess the only thing that ties to that, because you're absolutely right. I mean, there's it's not even a discussion. These guys are being used. It's the fact that we're in the thick of it now. Like it's go time. There's not a rest or juggle day. Um, my God, how big would a blow tomorrow be? We'll be in the house. What up? Um But these Yankees keep playing these heart attack games, which that's a killer, and it's tied to the bullpen a little bit. And I guess the other thing that's looming, and it just have to be honesty hour as Yankee fans, three versus Boston in two days. That all this good juju, you have a hiccup, that could be a bad thing. If you have a nice couple days, like then it's, you know, you're putting the boat full steam, the tip of it goes up a little bit, you're like, whoa. Oh. Sit down up front. We don't want anything to happen. Yeah. How was your weekend? My week one was, my weekend was good. Told you yesterday, just built stuff around the house. Um Katie's really like the builder. I like doing stuff, but sure. I like putting on a game and slowly building something. She likes doing everything at full speed. And right. I'm like, this like it's supposed to be a fun, relaxing Saturday. We build Enjoy stuff around it. the house day. So it finally came to like this big console and I said, I'm gonna do this. Got it. And she's like, okay, I can help. And I said, no, you can't. No, you can't. You don't know how to help. All you do is take over, and then I can't even help you. Right. So I just kicked her out. I watched the Little League World Series, and I built this console, Ooh. and it was great. We built some outside patio furniture, mm. dinner at the my sister's. It's great. Mm. I've been very happy lately. And Huge. and for like three hours in the morning, it feels like it's not August, and I get excited. Yeah, how about that? And then halfway through the day, bam, hot as shit. Yeah. Miserable, want to punch myself. Go inside. Go inside, stuff. stay inside. Yeah. It's a solution. But like this morning, I put a hoodie on, I had coffee on the outside patio with the dogs, and I was like, oh yeah, the mm. good life. And then it got so hot. Hot. Anyway, um, what are even the standings? Is there any website that updates so, them the moment a game ends? I think, I think ESPN's Espen pretty does. close. Yeah. And that's, so that's the other part, which, hey, again, I came into this week. I came into this week. Jay came into this wanting week. Wanting to split the four games between the Royal Series and the Field of Dreams game. And then I wanted to... I wanted one win in the White Sox series. I came in with very low expectations for this road trip. Um, the Yanks end up outdoing themselves. They win both series. Exciting, exciting, exciting. This weekend... <laughs> They since Thursday they lost ground on Boston because they were playing the Orioles, so they won all three. Uh, Oakland did lose today, so I think Boston and Oakland are tied. So the Yankees are two and a half out of Boston and Oakland. So that is good I, news. I know they're one behind Boston in the loss column. Right. Now. So the whole two AL wild card is kind of up for grabs now. So yes, and I, I guess you know, you know me, Jim. I'm always businessman. Um, uh, that Boston series looms so big right now that my sights 
midway th- when the Yanks were up three to one in this game, my sights went to Boston. We had one of our buddies text us like who the rotation is going to be for the Boston Yankees series. So I know that's that's not a good way to live. And let's let's enjoy this series. This is a huge win against like the bet the most talented team in the American League is the Chicago White. Why Sox. do you think they're not throwing Cole against Boston? It's an interesting question. Um, so they've, maybe they, it's just to get Cole. My best guess is it's to get Cole and Monty on different days. I think I think so, but I don't know. I, but it's one of those tricky things. Like I mean, why wouldn't you just throw header, Heel tomorrow? If Cole can throw a good game tomorrow, I mean, maybe they're trying to sneak out doubleheader innings. Like you know, five innings out of Heel in a seven innings game is more impactful than five innings out of Hill in a nine inning game. Maybe that's the thought process. But that's maybe. the best I got. Best I've got is like combination of Boston's gotten to Cole a little bit this year and like just first game back from a long absence. If you can avoid it not being a very important game, they're doing it to Montgomery the next day, so it's not right. the soundest logic. But which again, it, so you know, that's I think Jake's right. Colin, Colin, they they don't want to separate get them on yeah, different yeah. days. So, so for the updates, they said that Cole's going to start Monday's game against the Angels. Um, Gary is rehabbing uh, today. Or Sunday, he went two for three in his at bats today. He could return for the Red Sox double header. So I think Jake uh, BBD and I said they probably activate him for game two. It seems like right, just and easy paperwork. Get they get another pitcher for game one uh, that they can use or something like that. Um, and you might he, be able to get two pitchers out of that because you can twenty seventh man, and then you send, send Brantley, Brantley down, down the second yeah. game. So that's I think what they're going to use get, a activate Gary game two, Heel and Monty starting the doubleheader on Tuesday. Rizzo is working out with the team, so I think he's cleared to be around teammates and players again. He's on his way back. Chappie throwing on flat ground sounds like no rehab assignment. We'll come back when eligible. Um, Sevy's the big one. I think they had Sevy penciled in to pitch Wednesday against the Red Sox to make his return, and he was throwing warm-up pitches and felt something on his shoulder that he didn't like, and now he's getting an MRI on his shoulder. Scary. Um, Coming off of TJ, and this is now what's going to be a second setback. Uh, So, I mean, you got to put Sevy in your rear view right now, and luckily enough for the Yankees, you can as of right now Uh, because, again, the starting pitching and what they've been doing well, two starting pitchers slash the other guys coming back too. Um, so yeah, we'll see what we hear about that. Uh, obviously, not much you can do with it. Um, doesn't look good for Sevy. We'll see on that. And the other, the other one, yeah, I see Alex in the chat, and Susan was the best source we got on Rizzo. Um, Rizzo is cleared to be with the team, but they said that doesn't mean he's coming back. Like, there's still a good chance he could either rehab or do something like that. Because, again, he he got COVID. He was sick. So, uh, we'll see what they do with that. Um, if he gets cleared, though, that I mean, that's kind of the step. Like, you know, it's Rizzo. It's August. They might send him to Somerset or one of the local teams Get for a game, game or two, but... I think you know, I think time. Boone might have had a quote pregame about being optimistic he wouldn't need a full like assignment. Right, probably um, what they do with Gary, whether it's a day or two days. Yeah. If you get him a warm up game, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Someone in the chat just said, "How much do we really trust Monty?" Which kind of hurts my spirit. Yeah, I mean you got to let those go. The chat cleaned that up pretty quick because Monty's been really good. Really good. I mean he's coming off of 
being gone for a little bit, so there's a little leash. Sure. Uh, but it is the only seven-inning game. So if he can only go four, you have the bullpen for three at behind him. And that's – and. Again, it's probably just getting them on separate days, but the the interesting part of that conversation is like, okay, did they want to give Cole the halo, halos to ease him back in and make sure he gets a good start? Did they? Um, I I would love to know the genuine thought process. A, you had to get him on separate days. That makes sense, but why one or the other? I have no idea. And maybe it was lining up for even. Three series down the road that we haven't lined up yet. Maybe it's maybe it worked out for this series and the next Boston series or something like that. I'm trying to. I'm just. I'm looking at the schedule now. I'm trying to see if if the math adds up to get like both of them into the Oakland series. Right. Because it that's seems a, like it doesn't matter for rotation setting stuff. They have them both in that. I think now. they'd both be in that's, there. That's seemingly a very important series. There's a Toronto one after anyway. that that could be brutal. Uh, I don't know. And but, both Toronto. Cash, it, call in. The way they have it now, they they get them in Booney. for both Oakland and Toronto. Booney, call in. Um, any other injury updates? This everyone sucks. What's Kluber? I don't even know. I know Kluber. I think pitched f- Thursday or Friday. Friday. He threw. He threw in a game. He um, had a terrible I think the, outing. I think the stats got were hit ugly. Around. I heard his control was awful. He hit a couple guys. So hey, hey that's through forty bullets. Or something. That's coming back. Is you know, health is the priority there. I think um, I, he said he felt good, so <laughs> like healthy, it's healthy. It's a dumb sport. Um, and then the Clint was rehabbing. He got yeah. pulled today, or oh, got wow. he got late scratch. So That's and I think there wasn't an update. Maybe. And then Geo, there's nothing firm, right? But I don't think I've seen anything since uh, since the initial setback last week when they thought he was going to be able to come back Wednesday, right? But uh. He's still on track and that's, before, I well guess, before Glaber. I guess the concerning – well before Glaber. That was uh, what Susan said to me. Right, and I guess the concerning part of that would be they gave a bunch of injury updates today and Gio wasn't one of them. So do with that what you will. Yeah. Interesting. All right. You want to get into this one? I think so. Are you man. ready to what burn a, it up? What a GD series, bro. It was. It felt – I felt you know what I don't I don't know if anyone I don't know if I'm interested if you agree this series to me felt crisp okay like there was a lot of fast pitches hit hard and then run down and caught it just felt like high action yeah I like think high octane baseball the risk you run with a doing a field of dreams game or a London game or who who knows where else they're gonna do different sites this year is that Something goes awry and it, it doesn't feel like baseball or whatever it is. I think the Field of Dreams game turned it up to 11. The fact that it was a good game, the fact that both teams were dialed in. And, yeah, man, I mean, look who's coming out of the White Sox pin. I mean, Kimbrell, Hendricks, the, those are the guys you know. The guys you don't know might even be more gross than them. So, uh, yeah, man, the White Sox are super talented. The Yanks really turned it up this series, and it felt at times that they were fighting with one arm behind their back, and they still were putting up a hell of a fight. So, yeah, this was this was fun. All right. Last. The first burn is going to be brought to you by Magic Spoon Ooh. Cereal. They sent me this shirt. I look so cool. Yeah, I think the people would have lost bets on who's in the polo, who's in the tie-dye shirt. Magic Spoon Guilt-Free Cereal. It is the 
best. I have. Oh, I'm out. Actually, I just finished all of mine the other night. Mm. I finished all of the uh, the flavor, the maple flavor that I love. Oh. Mm. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving because Katie was feeling sick. So I said, if I make dinner, will you eat it? And she mm. said, no, I'm just going to have soup. I said, great. Done. I'm going to crush some Magic Spoon Dad cereal. Spooning. It was almost like a awesome. Yeah. I was like hoping she would say no and just go soup so I can go, go Magic Spoon. There. 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. You can build your own box or get a variety pack. Available flavors are cocoa, fruity, frosted, mm. peanut butter, blueberry, and cinnamon. And they're bringing back two super popular flavors, cookies and cream and maple waffle. So go to magicspoon.com slash yank, grab your delicious cereal and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code yanks at checkout to save $5 off your order. They're so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Mm. Get maple your next walnuts, legit, that way, maple waffle, legit. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Crushing it. Yeah. Good time. Good. Maple uh, walnut, Grammy's favorite ice cream flavor. Wow. Wow. Oh. Remember to get your next delicious bowl of guilt free cereal at magicspoon.com slash yanks and use code yanks to save five dollars. Let's hear it, Jake. The field of dreams game. I put it in my rear view, but I'm ready to read. A couple days ago. Yeah. On your mark. On your set. And burn. Is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. Field of Dreams game. What a night for baseball. And what better pitchers to have on the bump than Lance will make her dance. Lynn A.L. Cy Young contender versus, are you saying heaven or heen dog? Andrew Heaney getting the pill in Dyersville. Bottom one, Jose Abreu with a little popcorn. One nothing, Sox. Top three, give me three. Another corny joke, but judge as he deposits one to make it three. One pinstripers. But it was Chicago's turn to punch back. Eloy and Savala, that's fun to say. Both make yard calls. It's seven three. Shoe partners. It was the Gardner with the rake on the farm. Solo guardy party to make it 7-4. It would stay that way into the ninth. A.A. Ron, two A's for two home runs on the day. It's a one-run game. Junkerlo, let the rhythm take you over. Junkerlo, two-run homer for the lead. The Yankees are going to steal the field of dreams, but alas, a nightmare. Tim Anderson, TA7, walks it off on Britain. Yanks lose a memorable one, 9 8 final. Uh, it was a good game. I liked the atmosphere. They won me over. I didn't think, I said on uh, the fan, I said if they lose, I'll hate it, but I didn't. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just very good that the offense kept coming and they got to a Cy Young contender and they got to Kimbrell and they got to Anderson, elite pitchers this season. But Hendricks, I meant Anderson gets to Britain. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those, you know, we're we're at a season where you can't do winning losses, but we are at a part of the season where you hope stuff can matter and – Hey, hitting Lance Lynn a little bit, maybe that matters. Uh, hitting hitting Hendricks a lot of bit, that feels like it could matter. Kimbrel, um, 
Well, we'll talk about him the next game a little more. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I, it's one of those things that's tough. I mean, the writing on the wall for the Heen dog, whether it's Luis Heel, whether it's Kluber, whether it's Sevy at some point, whether it's Domingo, whether it's, Jesus, Davey at this point. No. Um, you know, Heaney goes five and gives up seven. And that's tough. And the fact the Yankees are still in this game by the end, Wandy with a hell of an outing, Joelli, the bats fight back, and it's the two big dudes. Like, the wins from this game compared to getting the loss feel, hopefully are more impactful come yeah. October. Yes. I agree. I agree. Um any uh, decisions that were made? Because there's a lot, of, a lot of the individual stuff like we'll get sure. covered in awards. But uh, I was surprised to see, um, or was that not this game? No, I wasn't surprised by any decisions in this game. Really, I just he throwing the bullets he was always going to throw. Heaney yeah, empty in the tank. I mean, you're going to get your five innings from him. Wandy goes for two, and he looked kind of gross, so I don't know if that was on the fly or not, but he had a great outing. Um, well, I guess Zach Britton in for the save. Um, you know, Johnny Laza could have twirled that. Yep. Um, and, yeah, it's, uh, it's a little bit hindsight 2020, especially, you know, Savala – Hits the chopper down the line that Wade feels just foul that uh-huh. he makes a nice throw on. And then you're saying, like, well, if that was there, that would have been a nice play. And it's two outs. Uh, instead, you know, Tim Anderson, who's a star of the game uh, on and off the field, gets us. So it sucks. I mean, you know, after I, I was tough on Britain for a while and then I caved and gave him some love. And now he's been shit in the bed since. So I couldn't believe that they came back down three. Hendricks, two outs. I yeah. mean, two outs. They put up four runs. I mean, that that still is something. Like I yeah. think that, like you're saying, even though they lost the game, I can walk away with that and be like, okay, put that in our back pocket. They they scored four runs off a top tier closer with two outs. Judge Homer, Gallo, Walk, Stanton, Homer, and the Stanton <laughs> Homer was like, oh whoa, yeah, first pitch. His most impressive homer in a while. Yeah. Visually. When his guest hitting feels right. Yes. BBD, I have a yellow legal pad in the other room, piece mm. of paper. Can you grab that for me at some point? I will do that in a second. There was a part of me that was very scared when it was Judge coming up in the ninth, but it looked like the Yankees were going to lose. I was like, no result here is good because if he ends the game, people are annoying, and if he hits a home run, it's a meaningless one. It ended up being meaningful. Yeah. So it was yeah. all good, but Twitter's dumb. Oh, sure. Judges like runners and scoring position numbers are kind of getting Risp. crazy like good that. this year. You want to move on? Game number two? Yeah, I think so. Quick scroll the box score to see if there's anything else. I mean, not really, right? Now there Fun wasn't, night for baseball. Yeah. Wasn't a lot of, like, decisions to be made. Yeah. Britain. Yeah, yeah, as far as pinch hitting or yeah. any of that stuff goes. All right, let's go to game number two Dude. in Chicago now. On your mark, on your sets, and burn! Couple things that go well together, Cease and Jameson, as Dylan and Tyone return the series to Chi-Town. Top one, I'm so gallo, baby, as Joey says a blunt goodbye to a changeup. It's 2 nothing Yanks, but we are tied at twos after Robert Pattison's one out. 
have a J in the third as Judge and Jimenez each get an RBI. It's three to three. It stay that way into the eighth, and it's Judgment Day in the South Side. The big fella takes Kimbrel deep to go up four to three in the ninth. Two outs, two strikes. Chad, bro. Abreu is going the distance. He's going for speed. Tied game in overtime. It's four to four. Judge brings in Ghost Runner Guardy, and then oh my, he got Gala that one. Pal Joey with the two run homer. It's seven four. Definitely not a scary tenth as Albert Abreu gets his first MLB save. Tyone to some greasers? Been a minute. Licky Johnny Chad to Britain and Albert. Hey, hey, hey. Yankees win the game 7-5 final. A fun one. Whew. Fun one. Uh, there's this game at the beginning. I mean, it's 3-3 three to three after 3, and you're like, well, that's like a lot of runs for Tyone to give up after 3, but it felt like every batter on both sides was just hitting the shit out of the ball yeah. in this game. A lot of outs at the warning track, so it, it, it felt like a crisp 3-3. Three to three. I don't know. Crisp. Yeah. Slur to what be I, at. What I keep going back to. Crisp. It felt like good baseball. I think it was good baseball. Even though Even though there were six runs put up in the first three innings, I don't think, I don't think like either pitcher was pitching awful. Yeah, it's, it's kind of... It felt like playoff baseball a little bit where both starter was giving a solid effort but also getting hit and, you know, two good starters. Tyone, 3.89 ERA on the year. He's been on his hot streak. Dylan Cease, 4.04 ERA on the year. Uh, and then everyone that comes out of the bullpen, Crochet, uh, Litke, Lasagna, Tapera, uh, Loizaga, Kimbrell. These are high-leverage, big-time relievers. Uh, and then Judge gets Kimbrell, and it looks like the replay of the other home run Judge hit off Kimbrell when he was on the Sox. Um, and then, yeah, it's, uh, it's a bummerosa ranch that, you know, you're uh, a Chad Green pitch away from just calling it a crisp win. Instead, it turns into another crazy Yankees extra innings Man, and you're praying. And, and that was, I mean, everyone said it, but O'Neal was saying it in live time. I was, like, thinking in live time, like, he was Abreu was just fouling Chad's fastball back, just to foul it back. He was yeah. not trying to put it in play. He was sitting curve, and uh, I think Chad knew that because the first three two pitch, Higgy called for the curve and he shook it off. And he said, and then he called inside fastball, and Chad said, shook that off. Said, I want to go outside again on him, and he did, and Abreu just flicked it off again, and then Higgy put down curve, and Chad said yes. And, I mean, you can see Joe's video. My reaction was the same. I was like, what? No. Yeah. Why are you? Don't. Um, and then he was sitting the curve, and it's not a good curve, and it just gets absolutely hammered. And, you know, a lot of the people uh, that I like reading their, their takes that are into analytics is like, Chad's got a really good fastball. Yeah. He should probably just use that. And it's funny. We've gone from he's a one-pitch pitcher <laughs> To then, I think in 19, yeah, his, his curveball slash slider was like one of the best in the league. Or was that last year? I forget. Uh, was one of the best breaking bitches in the league. Uh, and now it's like, dude, just the fastball's good. He's sitting on the curve. Uh, you know, they always talk about reading swings and stuff. And it, it, uh, I'm not an expert in that, but it seemed even, it seemed, it seemed like everyone could pick it up. Right. And the thing that you and I overlap on more than that, and it's, David Cohn's speech every game is the conviction of it. Like, 
you know, at some point, if Jose Abreu is playing that game and you're Chad Green and you are going to throw the curveball, you can't leave it middle-middle. You know, either find an edge or even put it out of the zone. Uh, and if he walks, I know the risk there is you're, you're bringing up the game-winning run for the next batter. But, you know, if he's sitting for that curveball, I think there'd be a lot of pitchers that would tell you, well, if you see a hitter doing that, throw it a little out of the zone so he rolls it over to third base. So the conviction and shaking it off is, is more of the problem for me. So I, I don't know, and it's just... It recently, you know, we're pretty big Chad defenders. Shaking it off. A lot of his numbers stand up with elite, elite relievers in Major League Baseball. Recently, the curveball has been the pitch that in the games he has gotten hit, it's been that. So to see that again, it's like, damn. Uh, Hunter in the chat, did Chad shake off Higgy for the curve? No. Well, the first pitch, he, sh- he shook off. Originally. He shook off the curve and said, I want fastball. The next time Higgy puts down curve and he just says, yes, okay, curve now. And you can't put it where he put it, ever. I just think you can't throw the curve. Uh, if you do, you have to throw it out of the zone, but I wouldn't risk the walk. I would have went high fastball because he's late on the curveballs. Oh, he's late on the outside mm-hmm. fastball. So calling up a high fastball, which is Chad's specialty anyway. Yeah. A little bit of a bummer there. Um and then do you want to do Britain Talk now? Or are we saving that? Feels like it's probably saved. I mean, I, I guess what's important is the quote before the game. Where, yeah. you know, Zach Britton, you know, understands this is New York and what he's doing right now. So he says, you know, I don't deserve to be in a save situation. And here we are in the 10th inning. Yeah. <laughs> Zach Britton in for the save. I don't know your opinion on that because I know me and BBD were on opposite sides of it. Uh, I would not have brought him in. <sighs> It's tough. The bullpen is so taxed in your other options. Riding, so they threw in a two-run game in the seventh I think, today. I think I would have been okay if they didn't use I think Ridings might not have been in play. Why? I think they were, like, resting his arm. I think they after the Kansas City thing. Because otherwise, you know, he Abre- had, Abreu or Ridings, I would have went with. If it comes down to Britain and Abreu, which I do think is the choice, I still think you go Zach Britton. If Ridings, we've we saw them what they did with him today. Yeah, I mean I I'm in on that. But I, I think they were trying to save him for today. Yeah. I just I understand it's a tricky it's not an easy call at all. No. But if you don't go Britain, I'm not mad at Boone, I'm mad I'm like more not mad at Britain, but mad that like this is the case. Like, oh my god, this we have a closer who, we have a close we have a closer who's closer who can't just ask to not close. Right right. But it, I mean, dude, we talk we talk about Chapman and confidence. And the confidence that in the mindset that you need right. to be pitching in those situations, when a dude literally tells you, "Right, I don't deserve this. I right don't now. deserve this." Right. In that situation, I mean, you know, I don't think that's Zach Britton's confidence in himself. I think when he goes to the mound, he says, "I'm Zach Britton. I'm going to get everyone out." I think that's Zach Britton kind of giving a nod to Johnny and Chad, like those guys. A little have, bit of both. Those guys are having better years than me. Give them the ball. And I think he was trying to do a little New York fan service, and I think <laughs> the way this game went, they found themselves between a rock and a hard place a little bit. Yeah. Because now, like, what? Like, where are we at now? And and leaving him in for as long as he did, I don't know. Yeah. Ended up working out. Good Albert Abreu. You're probably not getting a pride, but... <laughs> Good stuff. You could end... You'd, you What's the phrase did. like birth by fire? You might get a bonus trial pride. by fire. Yeah, but it's there's someone about being born into it's 
forget what it is. Earth yeah. with placenta. Oh, interesting. Is Abbott Abreu's first career save, so it just shows you the experience. Baptism level. by fire. That's Baptism the phrase I was thinking of. Yeah. Crazy game. Crazy but fun. Game. I mean, I was like standing up Good in front of my am. TV, like, you know, going crazy. And no, it's I had I had a sick thought earlier. Oh, sicko! You know, uh, Jack Gurry was given a passionate speech about Nestor Cortez, who we might hear about in a second or two. Um, like the the losses earlier this season were so crushing that like when the Yankees lost the Field of Dreams game, it didn't sting as bad. If they lost today or yesterday, I don't think it would have stung as bad just because, like, I'm used to it. So... Like, I'm seasoned. So, I'm getting a lot of... some. A lot of people have been giving me crapola because my reactions aren't nuts. (laughs) We've been been beating down, man. I said... I tweeted out... dog days. I tweeted out (laughs) uh, in game two. I said, I've accepted a loss here. Right. So, like, if they don't lose, that'll be great. Right. I have a different mindset than that, but... When they, we, we've when, been through a lot. When we've they were brand new, I was like, whatever. Like, and right. then, and then, yeah, it's almost like a little house money. Like once they get into the, yes. once they get to the end of September, and here's what it is: once they break into a spot, my might enter gotcha. crazy zone. Gotcha. But right now, yeah, we're there's still, still a chance they don't even see the postseason. Yeah, we're the guy in the movie that's like. On fire and has been shot twice and like still probably gonna die, but you're like, wow, there. I really need them to crack off. into the wild card. It's Boston games. I know. I'm be, I'm not holding be, my breath that it'll happen nuts. this soon. But once I see that, I go to right. see standings. I see, oh my god, if the playoffs were today, they'd be in. They'd be yeah. there. I think my crazy meter will go even higher. Yeah. Because right now we're still on the outside looking in. Right. But we're still ramboing back into this thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. You want to go to game three? I think so, Jim. They won Call you the Jim. record day. Yeah, a couple. A couple two tree now. Yeah. So, you know, exciting times. Exciting limes for exciting times. Here we go. Game number three. Burn, Jakey, burn. Young and tan and tall and lovely, Lucas Giolito, he's throwing to decide the rubber match. And speaking of tan and lovely, Nestor, the lip tickler, Cortez Jr. twirling it for the pinstripes in the second. Rugi goes all fresh, Prince of Bel Air on Giolito. Smell you later as Odor hits a two-run bomb. Make it three as the Piano Man tickles the Ivories to score DJ on a double three. Nothing bombers. Bottom six. That Andrew Vaughn is one fine piece of ace. Solo Johnson for the Shy Sox prospect. But like a teen using proactive, that was Nestor's only blemish. Six innings, one earned run, seven Ks. In the ninth with the tired bullpen, the Yanks could sure use some insurance runs. Hi there, I'm Luke. Can I help you look into a new policy? Two-run ding-dong for King Louis V. It's 5-1 Yanks. Things got hairy in the eighth and ninth, but the Yanks' pen is mightier than their swords. Nestor to Ridings to Laza to Licky to Wandy. Yanks win 5-2. Take the series 2-1. Let's go, Yanks, babe. 
Let's go Yanks. Let's go Yanks. That's the whole like deal here. Insurance joke. I saw that. Classic insurance joke. Got BBD with the proactive joke. Um, and it wasn't from this game. I was really happy with. Uh, I did. I'm so gallo, baby. Yeah, I like that. Which uh, the the part attached to that was um. Uh, he Joey says a blunt goodbye because that song is by James Blunt. And it's mm. goodbye, my lover. So yeah. that was like a that was a quadruple decker in there. Wow. But, um, yeah. No, Yanks win, man. And again, I uh, low bar and been beaten down by so many bad losses this year that you're right. It was a house money effect. It was this game was. You were at the casino with the boys. You won a little bit of money, and then. You're on your way out. You got your bags packed. You got $200 worth of chips in your pocket. And between you and the cashier is a roulette table. You say, well, we had a good weekend anyways, boys. Let's put it on black. And there's black 17. You got 400. You walk out the door and you say, all right, one game versus Anaheim. One game. And the cashier's like, what the hell does that mean? What does it all mean? Mohegan's son, dude. What's anything ever mean, you know? Right. Well, that's the heavy stuff. Hmm. You wrote. Yeah, I got notes. Okay. Okay. Any decisions here? Do you want to discuss? They go to ridings in the close game. Ridings uh, of the storm. Uh, their the lineup is steady. I like that. I I gave Tyler Wade the make him the starting shortstop yeah. speech, and they did. Yeah. And I very much appreciate that. And. Uh, it was smart and good, and I like it. Yeah, it's a it's a bummer. His series ended with a, an zero for five because his batting average was up to two seventy two, three forty three yeah. on well, base. Well, Estabrook got him. Stuff happens. Uh, Nestor again. You were going to hear a lot about him, and then you know the bullpen writings. Like I said a second ago, he hadn't pitched in four days, I think, which you don't find a lot of guys in the Yankees bullpen with that. Um, and then Johnny Laza comes in, and we kind of liked how that was treated. He was up and ready to go if Ridings let a runner on base. Runner on base. Here comes Johnny. And then, yeah, it was kind of future baseball that we don't normally see from the Yankees. They brought Johnny in because it was the meat of the White Sox order. So they wanted Johnny to attack that. And they saved Litke for the end. He didn't really have it. Uh, tough ball. You would have loved to see Judge catch it, but that's a very tough ball. And then Wandy <laughs> Peralta, man. I mean, never a doubt. Why would you? A lot of nice <laughs> double plays by Rugi at third. I don't know if that's going to get talked about. Maybe it will. Rugi three double plays, uh, including one to end the game. Yeah, he's looking a lot better. Rugi Rui. Yes. And they work Giolito so good, man. I mean, I, I, that's not really an award, but 33 pitches in the first. Um, Third of those from Guardi. I mean, yeah, they did. I think when Giolito got pulled, they did. Like, Guardi saw 27% of the pitchers Giolito threw today or something. So, yeah. And that's one of the best pitchers in the AL. I hate Brett Gardner. I don't get it. <laughs> Let's move through on. 101 pitches through four innings. What's he, he got? Does he got something on Boone and Cashman? Yes. Imagine. Respect. <laughs> yes. I haven't been there. <laughs> wow, Jay, come on now. It's, it's true. I'm not L- a big respect guy. Ooh. I see pride. I see power. 
That's what they say. Let's move on to the second half of the show. Awards, which are brought to you by Cushy Dreams. It's smokable CBD. It's got 0.3% THC, so it's legal everywhere. You can order it now. You can get one-eighth ounce cans or pre-rolled joints. CBD will not get you high, so if you're not looking for that at the time, but you do want to help your anxiety, your inflammation, you know, cure mm. some of that, make you feel a little calm. Poppy is getting his cushy dreams on after this because he thought he brought his cushy dreams to Connecticut, but he didn't. So he's sleeping in a hotel room with the girl and his dog and didn't have his cushy dreams. It was over 4 a.m. That sucks. It's a bummer. So get your cushy dreams. Yeah, go to cushydreams.com. K U S H Y at checkout. Use promo code YANKS for 20% off your next order. Smoke your CBD with promo code YANKS for 20% off today. Today. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Jake, you get to go first. Holy cannoli. Had a couple cannolis this weekend. They were good, man. You like cannolis. I love cannolis. They're a a Mount Rushmore dessert for me. Wow. Um, James... I am going to be taking. <laughs> Don't get it's cute. A, it's a layup. It's Nestor Cortez Jr., man. Oh, fuck. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not only does he get the series winning game, he goes toe-to-toe with Lucas Giolito, who's like a dear friend and colleague of mine, um, uh, an elite pitcher in the American League, uh, got to listen to some John and Susan today. Follow at J Sterling Calls. And, man, think about what we're talking about. There's been, you know, they keep posting our IL rotation. You know, Cole, Monty, Sevi, Kluber, Herman. It's like really good video game rotation. Um, Nestor Cortez Jr. just dropped six innings pitch, one earned run, seven punches on the Chicago White Sox. Like, the most talented team in the American League. Um, And it's to win the series today. And, you know, I I gave my house money speeches a little bit. But, man, oh, man. What he has done for this team this season is is truly unreal. I mean, he was kind of... He was like a gag gift of Yankees Twitter. And he's been one of our best arms this year. Uh, He's thrown... 49.1 49.1 of the most important innings for the Yankees this year, and it it got the exclamation point today against one of the best teams in the AL. Yeah. I didn't expect him to get a pride. I had an award lined up um, called uh, Fuck Pumpkins. Best start of the series. Yeah, I thought Judge was an absolute lock, and then I was going to get cute with the second one. But I'll go, I was going to get You just told me don't get cute before I made my pick. Because I wanted you to take Judge because wow. I wanted to get cute. Um, well, you're gonna have to think of an award on the fly. That's part of the show here. But I keep, I keep waiting. I was gonna say like "fuck your pumpkin" award because I keep waiting for <sighs> Nestor to turn into a pumpkin. And you got caught doing that junior year. No, not I. But like, I'm like, all right, it's the White Sox. Right. If Nestor doesn't shut down the White Sox, it's okay. He's right. been fabulous, and maybe we knew this wasn't gonna last. He's you not know? good. He's fabulous, and you know what I'm saying. Maybe we. That, 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 that. He's not good. He's fabulous. 
you know, I was uh, after a kind of a rougher game against Kansas City for Nestor, he gave up four on runs. I was like, you know what? I mean, if we pivot him to the bullpen for two innings, like this is two, three innings, it's yeah. great. And then he goes out and shuts him down. And I'm like, shit, I, maybe I got to change my mindset and stop thinking of him as like just a kind of a gag gift. Right. Like, like, but I, I still don't know. I still don't know it's if I'm tough. there yet. Yeah, you can't so, go full all in. No, I know. But I got, but, so, enjoy but it. he's definitely saying that. Yeah. Um, because that's crazy, and and he's becoming a blur pitcher for me. Mm. I'm just, I'm just like after every inning, I was watching it. After every inning, I, yeah. I feel like I was asking BBD, like, "What? Did, how did he get him out? Yeah, what happened?" It feels like he's playing two out innings. It feels like he's playing blitz ball. Cause you know what? <laughs> You're he, like, wait, there was two, dude. I don't know if the stats are true on this, but I think he induces a ton of early swings. He definitely did his last start against the Royals. That was like nuts. And then you're just, and then you're left like <laughs> hitters just think they can hit them. <laughs> yeah. Um, this let's game see. was kind of the first game of his in a while that wasn't like that for me. Yeah, he, he went back to doing some kind of silly stuff, with some fun angles, and so Anderson, the first batter, Anderson put the second ball in play. Caesar Hernandez put the first ball in play. Then you got four from Abreu, then four. Um, then a long one by Fawn. But, yeah, he feels like a blur pitcher to me sometimes. I'm just like, okay, that was quick. What did he do? And then he did get cute today, BBD, and when he dropped down and got Abreu with that sidearm and then just like just jogged right off the field of those little choppy steps. Oh, my God. BBD laughed out loud. Oh, yeah. It was it was Athletic, Talk, talk about getting cute. BBD's had a couple flames tweet over the weekend getting love on the internet. I mean, the shot of him and Odor in the same shot on the phone. That's just hilarious. So it's those two and Jose Bray just kind of looking yeah. with it, his weird It beard. looks like one of those animal pictures that gets posted where it's like two dogs and a squirrel looking in the same direction. <laughs> um, that's my internet searches. <laughs> um, but, and Jim, I was trying to think that we always try to quantify baseball in different ways, you know. You've got some new stats that you've been rolling out talking baseball here. Um, you know, different ways to look at quality starts and, you know, different efforts you're giving. Like, for me, now that you look at Nestor's game log, I mean, him having that start against Kansas City is so much less important than his five innings, two earned against Seattle, five innings, one run against Tampa, six, one against the White Sox day. Like, I almost want to try to figure out an importance level. Um, and I'm sure there's some, well, actually, we have a stat, and no, I don't like that stat. Um, <laughs> so we'll figure it out. But, yeah, man, like if you if you told us on Monday Nestor was going to drop a 5.24 earned, which we're almost not happy with for Nestor, and have a 6-1 versus the White Sox, like, yeah. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Good job, Nestor. Good job, Nestor. When's he going to pitch again? Um, let's see. It would be after Boston, right? Minnesota. It currently has him the second game versus Minnesota. Yeah. August twentieth. My wife's birthday. I'll be at the park. I won't be able to watch. Pull it up on my phone while she's just not watching. Strangers in the park. I just said hi. Um, okay, my Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Is Aaron Judge? Uh, he had a 500 batting average. Good. And a 600 on base. Better. And he hit a two-run home run to make it a one-run game. And uh, off of Kimbrel, and then he got the go-ahead 
uh, hit off of Kimbrell again. And then he got the go-ahead hit off of Liam Hendricks. Mm. He hit three home runs. He had – how many RBIs did he have this series? Nine RBIs. Um, And he had zero in game three. He had nine RBIs in game one and two. And you can see that that shit-talking, like, oh, Judge is coming back. Because after he got the hit off Hendricks, and I tweeted his history of Hendricks because it's funny, he got this first base. And there was a – he grinded out on that bat, and the Yankees had just lost the lead because Cole gave it up, and Gardy was the runner. Gardy moves to third. So all Judge needs to do is put it in play, and he just kind of puts one right back up the middle in between the infield and the outfield. Doesn't do too much, but it scores mm. a run. He gets a second, and he looks, like, fiery. Like, he looks like, yeah. fucking, you think, like, that, that's what you're bringing me? That's what you think's going to get me out? I like having all Judge piss and vinegar mm. again uh, in late innings. Uh, so Judge is my pride of the Yankees because I truly feel like prideful. Like, yes, dude, you're carrying the offense. Like, this sometimes, I don't mean this about Judge, but sometimes with players, their stats are great, but it doesn't feel like that. Mm. Especially with, like, DJ at one point this year. It didn't feel like Judge was, like, the carrying the team, even though his numbers all season have been great. This last couple stretch, it's almost like, you want something done? Judge will do it. It's he, been awesome. He had the nice head turn to the dugout after Kimbrel. Um, that, he, like you're saying, with fiery Judge, he busts that out. Yeah, man. I mean, he uh, he's having he's having a really good year, but it's never felt like he's been on full tilt. Does that make sense? And like he stole a bag today's game. So you know, I wonder. If he's feeling good, he's got a little more help in the lineup now. Like, and with these Yanks actually pushing for something down the stretch, I mean, we could see, we could see Judgey have a special kind of final two months that would, if he does do that, if he turns it up a half notch, he's going to end up top ten MVP type season, and we haven't thought of him that way at all. There's a world where there's some fun conversations for him to enter. Feel free to check. The receipts on this, but Ooh, I think BB I think all four of his RBIs game two were four separate go ahead plays. Mm. Four separate or three separate? I think four separate. I think all of them because the, the three hits I think were Ooh, each an RBI Daniel. hit and then the sack fly. Sack fly to start the game. And then double, double to score Guardy. That takes the lead. And then the extra innings was only one in his homer. Judge homers off Kimbrel to take the lead. And then, yep, yeah, guard dog. So that's four for four there. That's crazy. Um, I was just pulling up something as well. What do you? What was Judge's batting average in his rookie of the year, second in MVP season, twenty seventeen? Do you guys know offhand? Do you remember? Like two eighty three. Very close. Damn. Jake's very close. Two eighty two. Just as close. Two eighty one. Two eighty four. Two eighty four. Not just as close. It's not just as close. I Somehow saying just and as close guess. made me think 284 is exactly right. Yeah, yeah, you knew it. You were on the same wavelength. Damn. 284. Guess what his batting average is right now? Well, actually, this is not counting today's game. 285, not counting today's game. 286. That's what, Case, that's what Case said. Like, this is a slugger. 26 home runs, and he's got 286 batting average. It's not the Gallo way, which yeah. a lot of people act like he is. But that's pretty good batting average. Um, 
He's been 270s besides last 2020, and he was 257. He played 28 games last yeah. year. He's a career 275, 386 on base, 939 OPS. Yeah. So His OPS is finally in the 900s, unless that dropped to today's game. Uh, yeah, he's on path to having his second best season. And looking looking at his baseball references doesn't include today's games, but same number of games as his 2019 season, which was a very good year, by the way. Just only 102 games. And uh, just the strikeouts down, everything, just everything a little tick better, and the strikeouts way down. It's good shit. Good shit. I think was a Dan tweet last night, but I happened to be looking at it mm. also. Mm. Um. Runners in scoring position, he's got a 919 OPS, a 318 batting average. Pretty good. That's good. Yeah. Um, where's the other stat I wanted to look at? Other uh, stat. It was. Never mind. They they break this down oddly. Broken up oddly. Because I felt like with two outs and runners on, it was, like, still really good. But I can't find it. Anyway, that's my pride. Aaron Judge. He's good. Yeah. I can. All right. Next up. You Yankee motherfucker. That Kimbrel home run replay, that was cool, huh? You like that? Same exact shot. Uh, Yankee MFer, huh? Uh, let's, uh, hey, you know, I'm closer to God for a reason. Let's do Zach Britton. Mm, okay. Um, tough series for ZB. Uh, gives up the game losing home run in the Field of Dreams game, which, again, what would we be, what would we be saying about Giancarlo Stanton right now if he had a <laughs> game winning homer on the most watched game in 16 years? Um, and then he comes out, like you said, and we discussed after the quote, which is just tough all around. And he gets knocked around, and hey, even outside of getting knocked around, two walks, which is like, dog, if they're going to beat you, do it over the plate, and that feels like a lack of confidence, which ties back to the quote, as you were saying. So, yeah, it's uh, obviously not ideal. Zach had been so good in the previous years, thought he was making the turn with all those double play balls, and now it's... It's kind of back to square one with him that, again, being in the middle of this, and I don't think the Yankees have an off day for a little bit, right? Like, I don't know I don't know when the bulls, bullpen is going to get a full reset. Like, maybe it's a cold day or maybe it's a, a blowout win or blowout loss somewhere to, like, get a fully refreshed pen. But, you know, right now, seven inning games, like we talked about seven inning games, or in the seventh inning, and the bullpen's getting worked where we're going to have two guys pretty much every night that are almost out. Like, you know, Zach Britton's still going to be in high leverage innings. Like, you hope they're not as high leverage, but they're still going to be important innings. They got 11 games left before an off day. Uh, and you, and you're, you're eyeing those Minnesota games as, Double like, header. you need yeah. to have some big wins against Minnesota. If we're trying to have big wins and not big losses to rest guys – then it needs to be against Minnesota where yeah. you just, like, crush them. Um, you know, if Cole... Who's pitching for the Angels tomorrow? Uh, I think Suarez. Suarez. Oh, Is he Suarez. the lefty that came out and looked really good? And he came in in game one. I knew I had John and Susan on that one. 
Yeah, and he and uh, like we hadn't seen him. And I was like, John. yeah, he was he was that game. I think he came in. For he like came four in for relief, and he threw like six innings or something. It, long it was stupid. I knew like it was a long, good out. appearance, and he. I think I think they let him start starting after that. So we'll see. I mean, tomorrow's gonna feel weird, anyways. Like a one game set. Cole making his return. That's kind of cool. Again, in the building. Um and yeah, I mean those three Red Sox games are so much more important. So we'll see. I like I in Minnesota. Score a couple twelve run games and and that can help, but Yeah. Um all right. My MF is Andrew Heaney. Um, mm-hmm. I was fighting with people on Twitter because they were like, why, the, why do they choose these guys? And it's like they literally had no other options to pitch. At all. Yeah. It was Heaney or Davey, and Davey's been awful Doing in AAA. stuff at AAA. And if you bring him up, because the people were still like, who cares? It's like, well, you bring him up while Davey's being awful, and then he comes up and he's awful in a Field of Dreams Davey national helps. televised game. Yeah. Well, that's really fucked up he's, to Davey. He's some, no offense to Andrew Heaney, but Davey is somebody who you don't want to feel embarrassed and yes, he's gone. And yeah, and you're not bringing 22 up who's struggling. It's a struggle on national TV. So I know why they had to throw Haney, and I know that they got to get 85 pitches out of him no matter what. And yeah. last game, he gave up four and two, and then he settled down. Not going to happen against the White Sox. But, dude, Haney, Haney, yeah. like, giving up three. He's given up. Yeah, he he's pitched three games for the Yankees, and two of them he's given up three or more home runs. You don't yeah. have to be this bad. Yeah. I know that you're bad. I know that it's a bad situation, but like, come on, dude. This bad? Yeah, and it's, we'll see where the road ends, like we just talked about. I mean, with Luis Heel pitching well, I mean, right now, Roster Resource has us technically with a six man rotation Cole, Monty, Hill, Heaney, Tyone, Cortez. So, yeah, I'm really interested. It'll probably work itself out, but do you think they DFA Heaney? Like, what they traded for him, what's... Right now, they have Brooks Kriske and Brody Kerner in the bullpen as of today. So they can move Heaney. But, well, and well, we're well, sneaking, but Monty and Cole are going to replace those guys. And we're sneaking up on September, by the way. So holding on to Heaney as an asset, you know, in a game where you need... You know, the Yankees are going to have games coming up where you need 60 pitches, and if you're doing Brody Kerner or Andrew Heaney, I think Heen Dog still got him. Um, when when what day is it? So it's the fifteenth. So he's got to survive till September. Weeks, they get two extra players. Seems silly to use that on Heaney, but mm. I feel like they should have made the rules like you can only have you can just only have twenty six guys. It'll it'll be something. really interesting to see how the crunch comes down again. At you know Nick Nelson didn't get shout out. He's currently Cause, in cause, the bullpen. Because remember, Cole Monty and Heel, right, are all getting added. Right. So then you have to take off he like you have to take off Kerner. Well, can they still do COVID funny business with Heel cuz he's like never been on the team. I think Heel is on the 40 man anyway. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like if you can do one more COVID Heel start Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. Kerner, Krisky, Nelson yes. off. Right. If you I need you're even, about, yeah. I, I get what you're saying too cuz you can yeah. do Gary or Rizzo or or even Holmes something. Holmes. Holmes. But you can keep heel for Holmes, but e- even if you didn't have to, Nelson, Krisky, Kerner. You keeps can Heaney you there. can keep Heaney on the roster till September to be your 28th man and get 
80 MLB pitches out of him whenever you need. They can't keep him in the rotation when Monty and Cole come no. back, right? It no. needs to be Monty. Especially the, the guy we're not factoring. I mean, Kluber is rehabbing, which if he does come back at some point, I think that's when the crunch gets really no. interesting. And Heaney, I would I'd assume they try to preserve him. He hasn't shown it in the 15 innings and 15 earned runs he's had as a Yankee, but he has pitched effective major league innings before, which... Kerner and all the other guys haven't. So and you, I think he well, survives. If you keep him, the but he just crunch, can't be in the rotation. It's, it's yeah, got to be. Can't be more it's got to be Cole, Monty, um, Tyone, Nestor, yeah. Heel. That's your five if you need it. And then you have Herman, Savvy, Kluber mm-hmm. maybe coming back. And that's, yeah, that's going to be interesting to see. We haven't had a Herman update, have we? They just said today he's progressing. Because, I mean, I kind of got excited to have two innings of Domingo Herman in the bullpen. That can can save you two other high-leverage innings a day. Yeah, and I'm I'm trying to go in Cashman's head because I was going to dig up and be like, okay, who else could they have really made a move for? We were really impressed by Tyler Anderson's game log, the pitcher that the Mariners got. He was like a five-inning, two-earn-run machine, basically. I wonder if Cashman's thought process was knowing that this kind of crunch was on the way, that you didn't pay much for Heaney, that... I'm not upset that they went out and got him. Right. Like, I mean, I I just wonder if that was Cash's thought process. Like, you know, Tyler Anderson, again, didn't cost an arm and a leg, but he had a much better resume... Like, because, you know, you kind of you can't compare Kyle Gibson. You can't compare Barrios or any of that. I'm, I'm just thinking of pure rental arms. Because uh, the Heen Dog experience doesn't feel like it has any way to end on a high. I don't even think they, like, I don't think they started with we can tap into Heaney. I think the Angels said, like, we got a lefty who can eat innings. Right. Anyone want him? And the Yankees were like, oh, that sounds like something we can put in our bag just in case. And guess what? Herman went down, and Monty and Cole went down, and right. just in case happened real fast. Yeah. Just sucks because he's not performing well at all. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. I think I think there was an analytics guy that said we can tap into him a little bit. I think once the but, Angels called, then they said, oh, yeah. yeah, and maybe if we do this and this and this. There's some rolling dice stuff. It's like, yeah, well, if we can do that, that's, that would make this a home that's run. That's what I'm saying. But. It was, do we want to give up two mad prospects for Tyler Anderson, or do we want to give up one for Andrew Heaney, and we're, either Hope way we're going to get three starts out of him? So, whatever. Sorry, Heen Dog. Sorry to the Heen Dog. Well, Heaney, you know, he's pitching into some bad luck. It's a 9 ERA, but a 9.12 FIP, mm-hmm. so. Good. Uh, that's a joke. Good luck in Tampa next year, Heaney. Moving on to regular old awards. Jake, what you got? Jim, my first award. Mm-hmm. Man, couple bodies out there today, huh? Um, I am going to give out the Joe Rogan Award. Um, I don't know. Okay. I'm not going to guess. Okay. You're thinking I'm going political as I always do. No, I just have no idea, and I'm really worried it's going to be, you're going to steal the two awards I prepped. Jim, 
Well, that ties in perfectly. There was a day when Joe Rogan wasn't known as this podcast star and everything, UFC, all of that. There was a time when he was the Fear Factor guy. I used to like Fear Factor, man. You would. You it was an awesome. They got a couple hot people willing to do dumb stuff, get covered in bugs and stuff. I'm all about that. That's my every day. That's how I wake up. Jim, the famous line from that show is, fear is not a factor for you. And Wandy Peralta, fear is not a factor for him. We had a couple laughs in the office today because Wandy's facial expressions aren't those as the normal reliever. He doesn't have the, like, mean face or that. He's kind of, it looks a little aloof. Uh, It kind of has a teddy bear vibe to it a little bit. And he came in and he threw... A lot of big innings this series. He had the two in the Field of Dreams game where, again, he looked gross. He looked disgusting in a day where some of the best bullpen arms in baseball were on display. And then today he comes in to save Lucas Litke, uh, and he gets the save today in another scary game where White Sox has ducks on the pond, tying runners at the plate. We're having Tim Anderson flashbacks and all of that. And, by the way, he pitched in the middle game, too, uh, a shutout inning. So, Wandy Peralta, it's not your classic reliever comes out, tough guy, play the meanest music you can, and here you go. It's a little bit of a kind of a quirky teddy bear. But, man, he was gross this series, and if we were ranking bullpen guys after this series, Wandy would have probably went up like three starts, three spots. How's our... uh... How's he doing in San Fran? He's in AAA. Talkman? He uh, DFA'd about two, three weeks ago, so two and a half weeks ago. Talkman got DFA'd, and, and he, Yankees he have Wandy for this year and AAA. two more years. I mean, I like Mike Talkman. I'm not trying to be rude to him. No. But a lot of people were really upset not understanding the trade at all. Yeah. Mike Talkman didn't get the save this series. They trust Wandy. It's weird. I don't. I don't know if I do. I think it's like a pumpkin effect for me as well, but... We had another conversation about that. I think they're trusting Wandy out of necessity. Yeah, but, but still. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's... Uh, dumb's not the word. We we use dumb a little more loosely than other people. Weekly dumb. Check it out tomorrow. Um, Wandy's almost has blinders on. Like, he's... I think Wandy Peralta would pitch in the spring training game the same way he'd pitch in a World Series game. Like, he's going to go out there and be Wandy, and if it works that day, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Out of the 26 outings he's had as a Yankee this season, how many do you think have been scoreless? 26. <laughs> All right, they traded uh, for him in May. I know. Early uh, May. His first game with the Yankees was May 4th. May the 4th be with you. 20. 21 out of 26. Oh, actually, 27. Um, I, this doesn't today. count today's. And it was scoreless. And it was scoreless today. So 22 of 27? 22 of 27 That's outings have been scoreless for Wandy as a Yankee. Now, his usage chart. Mm. How many times mm-hmm. do you think he's pitched in the... What or what inning do you think he's pitched in the most? Wandy Peralta. The moths. Um, I'd guess like seventh. But it's is it like eighth or something? It's eighth. Ten uh, of his appearances <laughs> this season. So that does count his first ten with um, San Fran. Sure. But they only used him in the eighth once. Okay. Yeah. So that lowers the rest a lot. So the, he's uh, nine times for the Yankees he's pitched out of the eighth inning. 
And by the way, we we did this when he got traded over, but I mean, Wandy Peralta does have some analytical stuff that the Yankees nerds definitely did want to work with. So we'll see where the ride ends. I mean, if the Yankees do get... Wandy Peralta is definitely, for me, if the Yankees end up in a five-game playoff series or a seven-game playoff series, like he's going to end up in a crazy fifth inning of one game where you're like, holy crap, this is Wandy. And I think he could have a moment there. Out of, uh, do you think majority of his appearances have come while the Yankees are behind, tied, or ahead? I'd say it's divided by three. It's all equal. It's tied. Yeah. <laughs> Ten yeah. of his appearances have come while the Yankees Tight are tied. Tightrope Wandy. Um, <laughs> four tied in the eighth. Tied in the eighth. Stud. It's wild, huh? Or three tied in the eighth. I don't know. Wild. Um, wild. What do you got, kiddo? Man. Good award. One DP, the Joe Rogan Award, because fear is not a factor. Fear is not a factor for him. Um, I am giving out the Looney Tuner Award. Mm. The Looney Tuner Award. Mm-hmm. Love me some Looney Tunes. The Looney Tuner Award. Um... It's not Andrew Velasquez. Um, I'm between two guys right now. Can I get a double guess? I never do a double guess. Fine. Double guess it's it. It's got to be Gallo or Ruki. Oh, 4 2. Wow. I the got a lo- third, but I'm, uh, I already Durham, used do two. Third, do it third. Used, no. Whisper it. No. Wh- say, it, say it with your eyes to BBD, and then he'll guess it for you. BBD should also know this. I mean, Jimmy t- told me an award he was going to give yeah, earlier. He, he knows. Does that? Do you think he, that's who he said to you? I lean no. I'd lean no too. Okay. Well, uh, Looney Tuner, uh, you can find them on the internet. And if your piano's broken uh, in mm. the Bronx, so shout out. It's actually an ad. You can head over to Stephen mm. at uh, Looney. Tuner piano repair. That was a uh, that was a sharp right turn. <laughs> if your Shyamalan. if your piano <laughs> yeah. happens to fall on someone, yeah. and and they don't get nicked at all. Oh yeah, but your piano is just absolutely busted. Yeah, you go to Looney Tuner in the Bronx. I mean, I know now that I know it's Looney Tuner in the Bronx. I didn't realize. Yeah, that. yeah. Since Brett Gardner got moved up in the lineup to the top of the lineup, I hate Brett Gardner. In his um. In his 100 and in his 26 plate appearances mm-hmm. in the leadoff spot or the two hole, yeah, uh, he has seen 120 pitches. Mm. That's a average of 4.61 pitches per, per plate appearance, mm-hmm. um, which would which is amazing. Uh, the the best in the league. Uh, pitches per per plate appearance is four five six, I believe. Mm. Um, and that's also Brett Gardner, right? Uh, minimum of one hundred or minimum of two hundred and fifty plate appearances. Brett Gardner averages the most pitches per plate appearance and at bat. And in that stretch where he's mm-hmm. seeing a lot of pitches, well, what good does that do if yeah. you're not productive? Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Uh, he's got a three eighteen batting average of four twenty three on base percentage. A lot of people 
me included, yeah. I think everyone, I don't think anyone would have been like, yeah, sure. Uh, guarding the tool, let's do it. But Jesus. It's battling. Especially him judging Gallo now. now it's a pitch festival. Now, this isn't going to last. I don't expect this to go the rest of the way. No. But if it did, it'd be awesome. Um, but, I mean, for right now, I think I gave Guardy the we're going streaking award mm-hmm. a while ago. Streak out. Like, just keep him there. Why not? He's seeing so many pitches. I mean, he, while the, it's hot. The, and before we get some other big guys back. Yeah, Rizzo will be there as you, soon as he's You back. can't risk the Guardy one for 11 when no, no. Rizzo, Gary, Rizzo will be there Gio's right back, Rizzo you know? will be there. That's it's great. Easy Rizzo so ride slide. it out till Rizzo's right. back. Oh, and, and once, just pass it on. And then and then go do it from the nine hole or the eight yeah. hole, whatever. But, man, yeah, I mean, that's... And, and, and I did not even mention the catches he was making in game two. Yeah. And he had one in the... The Field of Dreams game, I think. It mm. chasing down Pauls. Mm. Mm. That Red Sox series, I think you gave him the through the quad and into the gymnasium award. Yes. Mm. Going streaking. streaking. Makes sense. Yeah, man. I, You and I, obviously, we're guardy defenders to a degree because there's, there's kind of the catcher effect we say with Gary a lot. Compare Brett Gardner to center fielders. And you're going to be shocked by the numbers. There are not a lot of productive center fielders in Major League Baseball. And, uh, Jim, I know we've been throwing out different butter knives. His last 21 games coming into today, 281, 382, 803 OPS while playing center field. There's, and, and, there's, and, there's only a handful of guys in baseball that do that from the center field stretch. And we, we've been on here, and we've been honest this year. We're like, hey, we don't know if Gardy's going to have a hot streak this year, but every Yankee fan knows, even the ones that hate Brett. Brett Gardner's had hot streaks in him every year for the past 15 years. And, and he's having a little heater. And that doesn't even include today. He went one for three with two walks. Yep. So, so uh, yeah. Heat above. The piano man. Do it. With a 12-pitch walk today against song. Lucas Giolito out in the fourth. Just yeah. open it up. Whoops. That's my award. Looney Tuner Award. Shout out also an ad. Yeah. Damn. I had no idea. Yeah. Really threw you for a loop. It's a great award. I was going to be very upset if you took that one. That's why I was, that's why I didn't even want to guess on Joe Rogan because I had the uh, F Your Pumpkin and the Looney Tuner, and I usually. Don't come with two fully prepared awards that I did today. So I'm glad you went Wandy, which was a good award. Thank you. Yeah. So was Nestor Pride. I was sca- and I was scared when you called it the Joe Rogan Award because I knew he had a Guardy Award lined up and Gardner looks kind of like Joe Rogan. Yeah, that was short a bald, bald thing. Bald. Guys. Short, short, ball short bald. Yeah. Short bald. Yep. Yeah. Same short bald jack. Yep. But Jake's war awards never make sense. So uh, the Looney Tuner. Sorry, we all had that teed up. Piano repair. Speaking of, yeah, Jim, mine also connect at the end, too. And that's why I'm giving out the Looney Tunes Award. Stealing my Looney Tuner thunder. Mm-mm. Diluting my award. No. Great show. This is adding to your award. This is fuel to the fire. Give me something I desire. This is how people remember your award. Uh, rookie. You had two guesses. Well, you can't say the other guy because um, uh, 
It's very offensive. It's Joey Gallo. Um, we are learning what Jally, Joey Gallo still is. You know, we've heard all the different rumors, whether you're in baseball or you just heard about him from the deadline. You know, unlimited power, you know, freak athlete. We've seen him running now. I've been, even when he wasn't hitting, I was enjoying the bats a lot because he was fouling off more pitches than I expected. You know, I talked about it. A lot of these OBP guys are doing the, you know, they see a couple down the middle and you're like, oh, why aren't you swinging at that? Joey Gallo hasn't had a ton of those. Um, man, this series, how's your two-homer game in a game that went 10 innings? You know, we mentioned how many RBI Judge had. Judge had four in that game. The other three, pal Joey. With two homers, one of them as majestic as a home run, you'll see. And I just think he's a little bit of a Looney Tunes character. Like, he's got this all-world speed. He's got this all-world power. He's got the roadrunner hair kind of going on a little bit. He kind of gives me Looney Tune vibes. So, um, I'm going with uh, pal Joey, who deserves a shout-out. Um, huge game two in this series, and we're still kind of absorbing... What is he going to be for us? Um, and, you know, he had two walks in the Field of Dreams game, one that set up Judge. Um, so, yeah, I'm uh, I'm going pal Joe on it. What was he today? One for five with four strikeouts? Yep. His uh, numbers since becoming a Yankee are uh, interesting. Yeah. Well, let's take out that first Miami series altogether, all right? Okay. And say once he got comfortable. Because that was the Rizzo series, you know? Yeah, once he got to the Bronx and he got comfortable, he's got an 835 OPS but a 190 batting average. Which, by the way, those aren't crazy off from his career numbers. So let's take out the Baltimore series. Oh, because yeah. Because that was his first series at Yankee Stadium. Right. He was still getting He's comfortable in the, the pinstripes. Since then, 981 OPS, 400 on base percentage uh, in those nine games. Um, yeah, so I posted the video of him and the funny faces that he made <laughs> in the on Twitter because there was a loud bang and he made a face. He said he was sorry. I didn't know that he has uh, facial tics. Everyone, dude, people are so quick to be like, nice job making fun of him. It's like, I didn't know he had right. him. So how could I be making fun of him right. for that? Now that I know, I understand it comes off different than before. Sure. My bad. Um, I still don't even know if it was because there was like a loud bang and he just made a funny face then sorry. He might have been reacting to that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if you see him making funny faces, I guess he suffers from um, some form of facial tics disorder and he says that while he's on the field, it's like really hits hard and he's always making funny faces. Yeah, I was just going hair with the Looney Tunes. Um, And by the way, uh, Joey Gallo... Hey, drop down a nice bunt. Um, I like still, that. Still winning over the uncles. and Oh, Sterling was going nuts. Because yeah. to lead off an inning before your huge power hitters. He did something I love. I love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and, man, that, whew. When that middle of the lineup is just going to become an absolute meat grinder for pitchers. We saw Rizzo go through it. Gallo leads uh, the American League in walks and strikeouts. So, future of baseball. Also on the subject of the bunt stuff, I think mm. a lot of people probably the he's, a, he's the number one uh, guy people will point to and be mad at that they don't bunt down the line. Mm. I think he leads the league in bunt singles. Beside, especially, and then and once man. you take out and the guys who are bunting for hits, where it's okay. What like, a that nice was to lead off trick. the inning, but 
eventually there's going to be times where you don't want him to bunt and beat it. Right. And you say, no, dude, we, we're at Yankee Stadium, and there's a short porch there, and we'd like you to hit but that. That's, yeah. That'll be... In Chicago, you, leading off an inning? You sure. hope that's one of the party tricks you use in the right time. If you're in a little slump or, you know, if the Yankees need to push, they're in a tied game in the eighth, and Judge is behind them or Voight or Gary, not a bad play. What's your final word, Jimbo? Um, Jim Buck, know, too? I was deciding between a couple things. All right. ding dong. And I just don't know which conversation I want to have the most. Um, so let me just get a couple things in order here. Do, 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 do. A couple things in order. Um, yeah, there's two guys I want to talk about, but I don't know how. There's a couple guys, man. This was a big set. Yeah. A lot of guys um, we still haven't discussed. Um, okay. Here it is. Listen up, everybody. Big award. Big award. Big award coming. Bertier and Campbell Award. Wow. Doubling up. I love it. I love it. Um, You already gave both, right? Yeah. So it's fine. It's clean. Yeah. yeah. We're we're towards that part of the show. Bertier and Campbell. Man. You know, I said I was gonna rewatch Remember the Titans the other day. I obviously didn't. I forgot for about a week and then I texted you guys asking what movie did I forget and then I still didn't watch it. <laughs> gonna watch Ted Lasso tonight, excited about that. Uh so you're looking for what? Buddies here? Buddies you wouldn't think are buddies? DJ and Rugi, something like that? Mm, no. Think what about you, it for more than a second. I didn't even think you, about I mean, it. Think about it for just like a second. What do you got? Plus. What do you left got? Left side. Strong side. I don't even know what our left side is right now. Though. It's Rugi and Wade. Gotcha. It's Rugi and Wade. Yeah. Our starting third baseman is Rugnan Erdor, and our starting shortstop is Tyler Wade. Yeah. Those guys aren't supposed to be the starters over there. Whoa. So, Rugi's learning on the fly third base and actually made some plays. He made one today that sets it back a little bit, but he's made some plays where he just looks comfortable. Yeah. Today he made two plays. Now I'm thinking about that. I think he, you know, didn't play like a third baseman. I'm reclining the rest of the FBB day. Hell yeah. But, uh, man, I want to talk about Rugi. Uh Fullest of 180s in the history of 180s. <laughs> I fucking love Rugnet Odor. I'm so glad he's going to be on the team next year. Yeah. And I say, I'm saying that so earnestly. I, I, he's not even hitting well right now. Had a homer. Pretty he had a homer, homer today. 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 Yeah, but but I mean, I think yeah. he's got like a 680 OPS in August. Yeah. Like he had a great July. But I love Rugnet Odor. Yeah. Like I. Yeah. He's kind of awesome. Um. And I hated him yeah. so much at one point. And I straight up, like, think he's awesome now. He's playing third base, and he said he went out and practiced, and he's doing a damn fine job at it. Wearing his sexy glasses on day games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then Tyler Wade yeah. finally gets some run, dude. We did a whole thing on here mm-hmm. where I was saying, I think you weren't, I don't know if I think you were away because it's after trade, and it was just me, being B- me and BBD, and I and I counted how many times the Yankees had started Tyler Wade in a row. Yeah. And it was, it, he'd never started six games in a row in his career as a Yankee. And I said, because they never give him a full chance because they don't believe in it. And I didn't right. fully 
care that much. I was just saying when people say, how come they believe in Tyler Wade over Hoy Park? I'm like, they don't. Right. They're burying Wade. Yeah. They're not letting him shine. And partly because he hasn't really, like, earned it in right. small sample sizes. So it's I'm, it's not shots fired at anyone. I'm just saying they never really let him go. Yeah. And now he has started one, two, three, four, five games in a row. So if he starts tomorrow for the Angels, I believe it was five was the number, right, BBD? I believe. I think five was the most. He I believe it'll right, be the yeah. most consecutive starts Tyler Wade has ever gotten in a row. Now, is that dude for the Angels a lefty? Yes. Fuck, they might sit him. Velasquez season. Play with Tyler Wade. Just play him at short. He's battling, dude. He got a base hit off um, Crochet. Yeah. Or is it Kopik? Um, I think I think he got one off Crochet, right? Crochet, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Garrett Crochet. I mean, that's a lefty. Yeah. Good and it was a nice piece of hitting. Uh, he has a rougher day today uh, at the plate, but I just feel very happy for him. Yeah. Um. Because man, he's been on the team for this is seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. This is his fifth season. He's never started more than five games in a row. I hope they do it tomorrow. And I now that I'm saying it, I I think they're not going to because mm. uh, they have a lefty pitching. But man, I mean, it's nice for him. I feel very happy for him and Gardner. And Rugi and all these guys that are helping the Yankees win in this stretch right now that I personally so I'm not pointing fingers at fans because I did like was like, well, I don't believe in them either. It's really cool. I have a Tyler Wade thing. What Ooh. do you got, PBD? Because I obviously have Tyler Wade things. Game game two, the Yankees had ten hits. Nine of them were from the one to five spots. The other one was Tyler Wade. Okay. I like rest that. of the bottom of the order kind of gave us nothing. You know, everybody used to talk about August Gary, right? Yeah. Can we talk about August Tyler Wade? 279, 342, 769 career in August. So watch out for that. Yeah, man, I know BBD was tweeting out like we we forget that Tyler Wade is actually young and sometimes it takes a while for players for it to come together. And especially when you're not getting run. Like, as Jimmy's talking about, look at the game line. Go listen to John Sterling talk about Tyler Wade. John Sterling's watched a damn lot of baseball. <laughs> like, when they say someone, I always love the phrase when they say someone remembers, forgets He's forgotten more, more baseball than, than you'll, you'll ever, ever know. know. John Sterling, well, actually, it might not be true because he doesn't forget a lot. He went on, he talked for a while about a conversation he had in 62 today. Um, but, man, good for T-Wade. Who knows what it turns out to be. I'll say this about Wade and Rugie, and I'll tap in Sterling again. Those are guys you have on winning teams. Tyler Wade has incredible speed and can play every position. Rugnit Odor brings what Rugnit Odor brings. It's a blind confidence, a power bat that seems to come through at the right moments. He said... John Sterling, again, more baseball than more baseball has ever been watched. Might have watched the most baseball ever. I guess it depends on his spare time and stuff like that. <laughs> he's up there. Hey, but he's up there. Who's the... He's, who, he's 99th percent. Who's the lifer coach? It's uh, a couple. We were trying to guess his name in the office the other day. Lifer coach. Oh. Old, old. With who? Now, I guessed Connie Mack, or was it? It Connie was Connie Mack. Mack. Connie Mack might have watched more. Connie Mack well. might have had. Well, he couldn't watch on TV and stuff. 
So, like, maybe Sterling's got him there. And either way. Sterling doesn't watch on TV. Yeah, he says he watches the other games on TV when he, he's like, gets fl- home. He's flipped Isn't that before. crazy? He's such a stoner. Big time. Same. Cushy dreams. I think he listens to a lot of other games because he's a radio guy and he likes listening to other radio okay. guys. So maybe he's listened to more baseball. <laughs> Anyways, uh, he said Ruggie Odor is a guy that you see on a lot of championship teams. Maybe the comparison this year in basketball would be Bobby Portis, like someone who just goes and does their thing. Some nights it works, sometimes it doesn't. Ruggie's been awesome. They're both players in their roles are on winning teams. Mm-hmm. And hopefully the Yankees' full team gets back that they can be in their roles. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Jim, I've, you know, at the end we burned through guys we kind of didn't talk talk about When too did much. Sterling start in, like, the in 88? 1888. It was the late 80s, right? With the Yanks, yes. He had some Atlanta years. and He called... He told a story from... 1963 today Conversing with Moose Scourin And the gang Like it happened Earlier that day So 32 32 <laughs> years And even with the Shortened years I'm just sure. gonna Let it fly Because there might have been It's uh Playoff games and and it's it's 32 times training. 162 Is 5,184 It's a lot And then we have Spring training in there that's like another 30 per year. True. He gets the playoff games because he's on radio. Radio, Dude, I, it might be close. I don't know if anyone's ever. He is 99th percentile of people who have watched baseball. Connie Mack managed 7,755 games. That's a lot. Connie Mack managed more yeah. than we just did for John Sterling. So he definitely saw those games. No TV, Connie. Catch up. Yeah, right? He definitely didn't see another game. No. Ever. Ever. He couldn't. He couldn't. He was No TV. I think Uh, Sterling would tell you all these road games don't count as him seeing them. I've got something that'll shock you a little bit. Yeah. DJ LeMayhew, last 11, 362, 444 on base, 976 OPS. Well, he's going down the right field line like a nut job. No home runs. Do you care about that? I tweeted out, is DJ actually back or not? And and a lot of people, or some people responded, said once he hits a home run. And I was like, I don't know. Like, these shot and the one in the Royal Kansas City should have been a home run. So That's like, the what's, thing. What's... You know how much I love those swings in Kansas City. Going back home to Yankee Stadium, especially a big series against the Red Sox. If he could find the porch once or twice on this homestand, I do think that's impactful. Because, like you're saying, we've ruled it out. And this is a guy that did hit some home runs. He, had, he was near a one-dot OPS the past couple years. Um, sure, juice ball, you're helped. But, right, right, right. But he's, right. Been, he's been So, like, no, I don't need that homers. from DJ. I'd like it to be in his arsenal. Like, the dude hit a home run off Ozuna that should have been, like, could have been a Yankees, like, all-time home run. Uh, so, DJ kind of low-key rolling. Uh, Giancarlo, a similar situation. He hits the home run that could have been a shining, shining moment. Um, Luke Voigt put a charge in one today. The numbers on the series aren't great. Um, Higgy, rough series. Gary coming back will be nice. People are mean to Voigt about the drop pop-up thing, which, like, fair in the moment. Sure. Fair. Sure. I mean, it was a blessing because they got double play. The double play. Yeah. Uh, All right. There's yeah. not even a baseball life close 
to Connie Mack. Connie Mack. He managed 50 years. The only one that, like, might be getting up there, dude, is Don Mattingly. Might yeah. be getting up there. Because he had a 14-year career. But right? he's got to be so... He's youngish still. Yeah, but... So that's 1,700. Like Dusty and LaRusa have to put Mattingly under the table. Yeah, but I think he's our best shot. He's on pace for yeah. it. Yeah, I think Dust Larusa had a ten year no man. Right, he took a time. He's out. part of front offices and stuff, but sure. he didn't watch shit. Donnie's still sixty. Donnie would have to. He'd have to go a, a long time. He needs a, at least another Leave fourteen a, years. Leave a five star review and tell us who you think has watched the most baseball ever. Right. It's probably some woman in Queens. <laughs> yeah. And her name's well, Susan Waldman. She doesn't live in Queens. Yeah. Probably some, like, sicko in Hawaii who just watches from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. every day. Yeah, it's like a... They co- go east coast to west coast. There's, like, a career day. bartender count. <laughs> yeah, maybe. If they're watching. Yeah. Not passively. Had to be a bartender that like locks in, dude. Joe Torre, Joe Torre. Oh, Vin Scully's got Sterling beat. Scully's got a case. Yeah, yeah. Vin Scully's got Torre beat. Well, it doesn't just have to be calling games. Yeah, but I mean, you can count that, right? But that that adds in, right? We can numerically count that. I mean, when did Vin Scully start? Nineteen fifty. Right? I mean, he was 1950 yeah. till 2016. That's 66 years. I'm just, I know it was 154 seasons for a while, but I'm going to just do 162 because you got, then you can't playoffs basically. That's right. 10,000. He's got a case. Oh, so I think Vin Scully might be it. Vin. Not bad. See, he's lapped Sterling. Sterling's at 5,000. Is that what we had him at? Yeah. Finn Scully. Holy shit. Because he started when he was like 10 years old. How long did Rizzuto live? We'll come up with a list. We normally don't know who I think would love this question. We normally don't like to bug them. I think like Kay and Curry would love this question. Just trying to figure it out. They probably know offhand. They probably have have narrowed it down to like five dudes already, and they for sure have been. Joe, Joe Torre has Sterling beat. He played or he played plus managed six thousand six hundred and fifty eight games. Joe Torre, and that doesn't even count games that he sat on the bench for. And he was a backup catcher, right? So he was there. So he so up that by pro- he's probably at seven thousand easy. Joe Torre. Backup catcher, he had to be locked into what was happening. How many do you think we've watched? Couple. All right, we gotta go. Turn on a couple screens. Harry Carey. All right. Oh, hey, Aaron. little uh, a programming update for those still boom, listening. Boom, 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 boom. Tomorrow they're playing one game against uh-huh. the Angels, and then Tuesday they have a doubleheader. So the midweek show on Tuesday, we will first do a one-game recap. Of the Angel series, maybe we give out an award. Do we do awards? Uh, we'll see. We'll see how we'll it goes. See what it, what yeah, it we'll see what it feels like. like. We're going to talk okay. about the Angels but game. But we'll definitely recap the Angels game. We'll do a sharp. Then we'll do a sharp stats. 
Then we will do the pregame show for the first yes. game of the doubleheader, all in one show. One shot. Someone said talk about Litke. Um, he needs a couple days off just like everyone else. Yeah. I mean, he, they used him to he start. Work he wasn't on a team last year. Yes. Or um, the last six years. Yeah. The whole bullpen can whole, be refreshed. The whole bullpen needs a vacation real quick. Yeah. They could been. use somebody throwing a, throwing a seat. That would be yeah. so badass if they start doing... If they can get to the point in September where they can, like, each bullpen guy has a vacation week. <laughs> yeah. Be nice. Be nice. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.